0: Welcome to The Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. We've got some great partners with The Creative Brew. First of all, Panels, Comics, and Coffee Bar here in beautiful Oceanside, California, right off of Mission Avenue. They've got some of the hottest graphic novels and comics out right now. They also have a wide assortment of merchandise, toys, as well as back-issue vintage comic, uh, comic books and that I'm sure has some hidden gems in there. If you mention the Creative Brew, you'll get 10% off of your next purchase. You, you can also check them out on social media at Panelist Coffee or go to PanelistCoffee.com. My next partner is Elevate Coffee Trading. And if you appreciate specialty coffee, enjoy outdoor adventure, and love helping elevate the lives of children around the world, then you're going to love Elevate Coffee Trading. Their mission is to extract hope through love, coffee, and adventures. There's free shipping in the United States, and every bag of coffee helps sponsor health and education for children in coffee-producing countries and in areas of need in the United States. You can use promo code Elevate21 on your next order, and you can follow their journey on social media at Elevate Coffee Trading. Or you can visit online at ElevateCoffeeTrading.com, and let's start extracting hope together. Another partner of mine is AstroPad, and if you're a digital creator like me and you constantly use your iPad Pro, you can actually use AstroPad to change your graphics tablet into another professional graphics tablet, Um, so you can use Photoshop, full versions of Adobe Adobe uh, Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, all your favorite programs right on your iPad Pro or graphics tablet. Um, This has been an awesome tool for me because I'm always having to do uh, some fine-tuning, editing, repainting, um, recoloring on, on various um, design projects or working on logos, Astropad is a huge asset for me. Um, for teachers and and uh, students and educators, they actually have a great deal going on right now. This is a annual subscription, so it's a script um, it's a, a subscription app. Uh, but it's been a huge tool for me, and uh, I I don't know what I would do without Astropad. So you can check them out at AstroPad app or go to AstroPad.com. And my last sponsor is KoboPod. KoboPod Kobo is a boutique video and audio production studio in, based in Oceanside, California. And if you're a podcaster, vlogger, content creator, uh, you honestly, you should really come by and check out the venue for yourself. Uh, anytime that I bring in a guest, they're amazed by the setup, amazed by the quality, the production value. Um, like I said, of the creative brew giving you insights on your creative journey uh, today we have a, a special guest and someone that uh, i've recently read his book do it anyway um, very enlightening book uh, great book i love all the stories and it, it's one of those where I, I love books where it's um it's it's not one of those long-winded books but it's, it's one of those where it's, it's yeah yeah point. i love the takeaways um, and that's that's huge for me so i love going back and, and sort of reviewing a lot of the takeaways from that chapter um, as far as uh, with, with the book, you know, when when did you have the the, the idea of sort of finally sitting down and, and writing this book?
1: You know, I had the idea a long time ago, but uh, there was just never no time, you know, when I was coaching, there was no way I could add time to do it. And then really the only good thing about COVID was all of a sudden I had time and so did the author because nothing else was going on. We were shut down here and, and so... <clears throat> You know we really got on the book and got it done about six months later a lot of it was part of it was done but uh yeah man that was uh that was kind
0: of the push let's just get this done and and uh glad we did great that's great so uh i i, I know personally about you know about your story but i really going through the book you know i was uh just amazed at all the stories especially i'm always amazed that a lot of the coaches that you know Maybe they they started with with nothing with a with a certain program and then built it up to what it what it is. Those are some of the ones that I enjoy because I'm like how like how did you even do this? And it was it's sort of amazing reading through the book. But um, just with the sport of wrestling, you know, what what is it giving you from a you know? And I guess it's really in all aspects of life. What what is the sport of wrestling giving you?
1: Hey man, you, I was the smallest kid. I was the smallest kid in school. Uh, gave me confidence. I had a brother that showed me wrestling moves out in the yard. You know, there was no there was no youth programs back then when I went when I grew up. And uh, you know, my dad got me out of school to take me to see my brother uh, compete in the middle school. And uh, that was one of the coolest events I had ever seen. Of course I was seven years old, you know, and it was something I wanted to do. And and uh, I learned a lot of life lessons through wrestling for sure. You know, fatigue. What that feels like when you're really tired, disappointment, you know, picking yourself up after disappointment, you know, that's hard. But that that's really important, you know, and even, especially when it's hard, you know. And that that's a life lesson that stayed with me to this day.
0: In that initial, that that first initial championship. So, uh, for for people that don't know, uh, and just reading those books, sort of knowing the story he is the the head coach at uh well was the head coach at Fortburg Fortburg College in Iowa um 10 time national championship coach uh if uh, if you're in the wrestling at uh community you know him uh but for a lot of my audience that's in the sort of outside of the realm of that uh this is a uh, very inspiring figure very motivating figure um to uh to look up and sort of see his story and see how he you know, pretty much started with nothing and, and turned it to, uh, you know, turn it really turned it into what it what it is now with uh, Wartburg. Um, so uh, he's got a, got a book out. If you hadn't got a chance to read it, awesome book. I uh, actually got gifted this book from one of my other friends and I read it and I'm like, this is unbelievable. Um, so uh, Do It Anyway by Jim Miller with with Kyle Kling, uh, Klingman. Klingman uh, what in that initial uh, championship, uh, what were your feelings uh, after starting, you know, Starting with a program at Wartburg and then building it up to um to the program what it uh, as far as what it is, uh what was like that initial feeling when you won that first championship? I know I was reading it from the book and sort of getting your emotions, but personally for you, like what was that what was that feeling finally getting to the mountaintop That was an
1: amazing scenario that evening, and uh, it was a dream fulfilled, you know, and it, it I had coached twenty years not at Warburg, but high school and then division one school before that happened. So, you know, so, you know, we, when you, when you win 10 national titles, a lot of people are like, damn, 10 national titles. Like, dude, I was 43 before I won the first one, right? It was a journey. That was a hell of a journey just to win the first one. You know, what a, what a, it was relief mostly, you know, me and my wife cried for sure. And, uh, on the phone, she was, we were, I was way on the East coast, but, you know but it was it was cool for the whole community and the school school had never won a national title in anything in the history of the college we had competed in athletics like 60 years in 20 sports without ever winning a national title so that changed everything you know it changed everything because holy cow we can do this you know and people start thinking at a higher level and uh you know in the next 22 years now this is crazy in the next 22 years the same college won 22 national titles after not winning any in 60 years. Just because, I mean, you know, people <laughs> and they ask how that happened. It's like, I don't know, man. I think it's just because we thought we could. We're sitting there looking at the evidence. There's the trophy, man. And other people start raising their level. You know, when one part of the organization starts exceeding expectations, a lot of times the other parts, of the organization will do the same thing. It doesn't have to be athletics, but it yeah, was uh a, it was a very cool very cool scenario.
0: That's great. Yeah, that uh I I, I sort of uh I think the, the the uh they talk about the the, the banister banister effect uh where you know he ran that yeah you know, broke that four uh, four yeah. minute mile yes. after that everybody just started doing I yes. think people just need to see see evidence of that um and, and yeah. see what-
1: <laughs> I mean they were saying it can't be done medically it can't be done you can't run a four-minute mile but then when he did, shoot everybody. All of a sudden we had a whole bunch of people doing it. <laughs> Which is cool. That's cool, man. Um how you think, how you think has everything to do with how you perform and what you attain.
0: Oh how you
1: think. Yeah. And I spent a lot of time trying to help my athletes think at a higher level. Because if you don't think you can, you're probably not gonna have it's probably not gonna happen.
0: Yeah. Now that, that you you bring up an a interesting topic, do you feel? Um, and I, I know from reading your book and even the way you're talking right now, I know you're really big on um, getting them in the right mindset. Um, and even even from a leadership standpoint, getting you know having yourself in the right mindset to to be able to perform as a coach, be able to perform as an athlete. Uh, do you feel like now you you feel like coaches are still lacking on that, or, or even athletes too, um, as far as that having that correct mindset? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I think uh you need to put that as part of the I try to put that as part of the practice every day. <laughs> it might it might be just a couple minutes that you're talking about, it, you know. But how does that feel like for instance? I remember early on I'd be like, does that feel if our team got called up to get the trophy? Our team. What's that feel like? What's that look like? I wanted them to think in their mind, I wanted them to put a video right in here that wasn't there at the time. Because when I got there, we hadn't even won a conference title in 13 years. We hadn't won a national title in anything. And so, but once you start getting that in your mind, man, that, you start seeing that it, it's more likely you got a chance for that to happen, <coughs> excuse me. And I think that's critical, whether it's, hey, being successful as a manager, being successful in your business, or being successful in athletics, academically, whatever it might be, uh, you got to work on that part. You know that part's got to be there too. You know, because uh, a lot of times people will will see other people being successful in their mind. You know, other people on the podium, other teams getting called up to get the trophy. What if that was us? You know, what if that was us? A lot of times that's the first time that picture ever came into those into their mind, and it's never thought in those terms because it hadn't happened before
0: yeah yeah i think yeah you you start asking yourself and that's great I, I think once you start asking yourself more um more empowering questions like what you know what if like why not us you know why like we could be on that podium um i think it causes certain things to sort of uh uh transform and and you start thinking at a, at a different level like wait a minute like our story has been like we we okay we haven't won a conference title like you know, who's to say we can't do this? Who's to say we can't win a national chat or win a conference championship that next year? Um and I, I, I think like I said, obviously what what you're doing, what you did with Warpword was uh, was evident as far as um changing that 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 mindset um and changing that story to okay, this is who we could actually, you know, who we could actually be, instead of feeling like, well, we're not gonna see, no, it's not us because we hadn't seen it yet. Um we, we have to start asking us, asking better questions. Um, so I think that was, I think you nailed yeah. that right, right on the head.
1: I can even remember telling that first group, is there a rule out there that we can't win a conference championship? I mean, is there some law that somebody made that we can't win the national championship? I mean, hey, there ain't no law, man. We can't. But it, it was almost seemed like they thought there's no way, you know, just because it hadn't happened before. In a long time, but that's really not a very good reason why you can't, because it hasn't happened in a long time. That doesn't mean you can't. There's no rule, man. Anyway, I tried to. I, some of my stuff might have been silly at the time, but uh, it makes you think. And then, like you said, why not us, man? Why not us? Why not our team? And when you start getting to that point, your chances go up.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that's great. And I, I think and your even chances
1: with- go up that uh, you could be getting. caught.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I think even like having that first championship team, and then you, you get the expectation. Like you, people win that national championship, and then uh, you, like I said, you see you see people doing it, and then the expectations are like, hey, this is this is what's expected of us now. Um, I, I yeah, that's awesome. Um, there was one thing. There was one little excerpt that I actually underlined. Um, is the connection still good? I think we're doing better. I don't know, have okay. you noticed anything? No, no, no. I think we're, I think we're good right now. Um, the, uh, there was- Okay, there go was ahead. That, okay yeah, there Okay, yeah, uh, there was actually one little excerpt. I, I, well, there's a bunch of stuff I underlined in your book because um, it resonated with me, but the, the one thing that I saw from your takeaway was uh, don't let the last disappointment affect the next opportunity. Um, and that was one that I, that I underlined. I actually talked to my 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 wrestling class um about that. Um for that little excerpt, you know, what is that, you know, what does that feel for you? I mean, I, and I, I know that sort of hit you a little harder than others at times. Um, what do you feel about that that statement that you put? Um, don't let the last disappointment affect the next opportunity.
1: You know, we all got situations and you can use it if you're a salesman with calls, like if I'm calling recruits. You know, how many times that I heard, I mean, probably for for every five that said, for every one that said, yeah, I'm coming coach five had said, no, I ain't coming. I'm going somewhere else. You know, you can't let that disappointment from that someone you're not getting or something that's not happening come into your next phone call or the next uh, event you have, you know, and quit holding on to it. Let it go, man. And I actually had told my staff, hey, if you see me, like for instance, a bad call by an official, man, I can remember holding on to a bad call for hours at a time. <laughs> I mean, mad at an official for hours, man. They ain't doing your team any good. Let it go. And uh, you know, it's, it's kind of funny that it happened a number of times. And the next day, Sunday, I'm watching the video and I'm thinking, you know what, that call wasn't that bad. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I was just so I was just so involved in the match so emotionally involved but uh you know let that let it go and you know what would it happen if if you're the coach and your your athlete dropped an easy touchdown pass or or missed an easy layup what do you want them to do you want them to let it go you want them you, you want them to let it go that's what you need to do too as the leader because if you're, if, if whatever your example is, is going to reflect to your athletes or to your employees or whatever it might be. And so, you know, and the better I got at letting it go, the better I got, if that makes sense. The better I got at letting it go, the better as a coach I got. Because on to the next thing, man, because you're, you're not helping your athletes pouting or yelling at the ref or whatever it might be. But you're right. Uh, here Here's, I'm going to give you a quick story. I was at the uh, Olympic Training Center, and uh, this is where this came up: is when the guy was using the, the the Michael Jordan as the example, the Michael Jordan, and he was a rookie with uh, the at the time. But not, a lot of people didn't even know who he was in that in that seminar. But uh, and we said, give give me an example, and he goes, "Okay, here it is. Give me the ball. Miss." Give me the ball, miss, miss, give me the ball, miss, give me the ball, make, 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 win the game. That's Michael Jordan, right? Missing uh missing five, six shots in a row had no effect on seven for him. Most people, you miss two, three, oh man, four, five, oh man, I'm terrible. You know, and they just they just keep going down, 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 down. That wasn't how he did it. He got rid of the negative. It was like they bounced off his head. He didn't let him get in. And so, yeah, man, don't let the last disappointment, like it's you missed two or three shots or whatever it is, affect the next opportunity coming your way because it's right around the corner, man. That's how I always picture it in my mind. That next opportunity is coming right around the corner. Let me be ready for it. Not over there pouting in the corner because I'm mad at the ref or whatever it might be, you know, or I didn't get the recruit or you know, you know, be ready. and I became a lot better coach when I embrace
0: that that's great right. now you you've been one of the uh very few that has had a a son win a national title and you'd be able to coach it uh coach him um what was what was the emotions after uh after he won that that national title for you
1: man i was a wreck during his <laughs> match before his match i was, i don't even hardly remember it i mean luckily he was a lot more confident And everything, then I was, man, I was, I'm not kidding you, man. I bought hyperventilated. (laughs) And, but he went out and took care of business. You know, he won by eight points in the, in the final, he, he took care of business and, but what a thrill. I mean, in probably the highest moment of time, if you just picked out one little moment of time in my career, it was your son winning the national championship, you know, yeah, it's your, it's your athlete, but it's also your son. And, man, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But uh, every guy that won a national title, and some of them that didn't, still wrestled their butt off, I loved it. I loved every moment of it. But you're right, he did. And, you know, and the cool thing about it for him, he wasn't a blue chip athlete coming out of high school or anything like that. He worked his way up, and he, he earned everything he got. So it was, it was very uh, satisfying to see that happen and it really made his mom happy too so that was cool
0: that, that, that that's the most important <laughs> yeah yeah well quick quick shout out real quick we are here uh live at Pennell's Comics and Coffee Bar here in beautiful oceanside california uh, been a great sponsor of uh, of the creative brew uh for for years now so um they are uh a comic uh, they specialize in comics and coffee so uh if anyone's in the area uh check it out if you mention the podcast you'll get a uh, you'll get a 10 off your next purchase so you can uh, check them out at panelscoffee.com uh, or go to panels coffee on instagram or facebook so uh just a quick shout out to my to my sponsor there uh so we're back uh for anyone that's been listening we're wow. here with uh jim miller um in the book they call you they call you jim boy they said people still call you jim boy Millboy, Mill, boy, boy, that's what it was. Millboy. boy, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. My high school, <laughs> my, high,
1: my high school coach gave me that nickname fifty years ago. I don't know. <laughs> <That's>, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes things just stick, right?
0: <laughs> so we we are here with a ten-time national championship coach with Wartburg College uh, in Iowa, uh, Jill Miller, and um, so yeah, we're just uh, sharing his story, sharing a, a lot of his insights, talking about his book, Do it anyway. <laughs> That's out now uh, and available uh, online or uh, various other channels. So if you get a chance and you're really wanting to get the the, the mindset of a of a coach, please check it out. Um, and like I said, I still find myself rereading through certain certain excerpts. Um, going back to your to your book, do it anyway. There was one that that actually hit me pretty hard. Was uh, when I, I guess you were in uh, in high school. You were coaching at the high school. And there was a, uh, I guess he was the pretty much like the the coach's assistant. I forgot his name. Uh, and he was, I, I guess he was pretty much, you know, obviously he, he wasn't able to wrestle. I think he had some kind of ailment. Uh, uh, but just having, I, I guess, having his energy and enthusiasm and wanting the opportunity, like he was wishing he was in that opportunity to be able to compete and wrestle, uh, that was the one. It, I mean, that hit me. I was like, man, that's, that's something where, you know, I, I think a lot of athletes just don't, you know, they don't tell themselves like how much ingratitude gratitude, like they have the opportunity to do certain things um, that some people wish they just had the opportunity to to do. And you get to you get to go out there and compete. Um, that was one that, like, man, that was that hit me. Um, what was you know what? Can you can you describe like how how he was like just in practice? Yeah, that's, his name was Brad Peterson. He was a yeah. <laughs> yeah, he
1: uh, he had muscular dystrophy. He, And there was very very little things he could do, you know. He had an electric wheelchair, but he blew the whistle. He told me, "Coach, I run practice. I blow the whistle." And uh, what a great kid! What a great kid! And uh, I had asked the former coach who the key kids were on that team, and he left me a note saying, "Hey, make sure you let Brad Peterson be the wrestling manager." And I'm thinking, "Well, wrestling manager? I thought I asked about the key kids." And uh, but he was an inspiration, man. And by the end of the into that season, I realized this this young man in a wheelchair, muscular dystrophy, is one of the key kids on this team because he was an inspiration to not just the wrestling team, the school itself. And so, yeah, he passed away five months later after I met him before wrestling season, but uh, he was a big factor. I'm still talking about him today, 40-some years later. And so, yeah, he was one of the most inspirational kids I ever coached.
0: That's great. That's great. So uh so right now, I mean what's you know, obviously you you you're in the uh the, the speaking um you know uh, industry now doing speaking engagements, promoting your book. Um you're you're head of the uh was it the Dan Gable uh museum in in Iowa, I believe. Yeah, Dan Gable Wrestling Museum, National yeah. Wrestling Hall of Fame. Um you know what you know what things uh, and obviously you you've um been through the whole gamut, but, um, what's, what's been the, the toughest thing you've done recently, um, or it could be ever in your life that that's helped change the perception, um, and how you view life. Later
1: in, later in my career, I think I was 66, switching, switching gears and going to be a director of the Dan Gable Museum, you know, that was, uh, you know, usually most of the people, my age, they're retiring. I'm just starting a new career. Which is cool for me, you know. I, I get up every day fired up, and uh, number one, I love wrestling because we're and we're working with different different parts of wrestling from little kids to high school to college to international to boys to girls, and you know our girls wrestling is really exploding. So that's been fun, and I also I'm a grandfather of five girls now too, and so that's been uh, whoo. That's been a challenge when uh, I love it, and when I yeah. get together. But man, I gotta—they wear me out pretty. Co- I gotta really uh, get my energy level up when I uh, go hang out with them. But that's been a blast.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, being a being a granddad—it it definitely definitely changes some things, especially with girls. Oh, Lord. Oh yeah. Um, I'll be Woo. praying for you on that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> Um, so right now, what's um, what's inspiring you right now? What's what's sort of pushing you to, to get up every day and, and just be the, the, the best version that you could be today? What's what's inspiring? I, th- you right I think now?
1: just helping people, man. I love helping people. And you're doing I'm doing that in the museum, but also motivational speaking that I do. I love doing that because, you know, whether it's business or athletics, whatever organization it is, man, you're trying to help them. You're trying to maybe inspire them to some degree help them uh, raise their level of thought, you know, so they can get better. And uh, so I love doing that. And uh, I also love just all the different uh, athletes I coached. And you can imagine 37 years, I get calls weekly just from many of my athletes that, you know, they're trying to get better their teams and so forth. So they're asking for advice and uh, help. And I'm, I love doing that. I love helping them try to, uh, you know because sometimes, hey man, asking for help is a big deal, no matter what you're doing. Sometimes that answer is right next to you, or, or maybe it's just a phone call. You know, pick up the phone and ask, man, because sometimes you feel like you're beating your head against the wall trying to figure something out, and you know, someone right down the hallway might have that answer. I mean, go in and say, hey man, you got it, you got a minute, and dude, it's great. And uh, relationships get stronger doing that when you're helping each other, uh, teams get stronger, and so forth. So. But that's what gets me up every day. You know, I, 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 how can I make a difference for somebody, whether it's one of my athletes or uh, a company that I'm speaking to or whatever it might be?
0: Yes, that's great. Um, going into creative tips, and this is something I ask all my guests, um, and this could be a tip for literally anything wrestling, life, coaching. Um, what is a creative tip or tips that you can provide our audience? <laughs>
1: You mean something like some of my quotes, some of my things I, I talk about?
0: Yeah, it could be anything. Okay, it's possible. like it's like
1: this, man. It's like, hey, man, you can have – when I'm talking about people talking about getting results, higher results, usually it comes down to something like, hey, man, you can have results or you can have excuses, but you can't have both. Pick one, you know, because that's usually after you talk a little bit, you got both. You're talking about – people talking about some excuses, why it's not happening, or you talking about, hey, man, I really want these results. It's one or the other. You can't have results and excuses, man. So you pick one and focus on. And, and you know, I realize sometimes that's hard, man. And uh, but you just dig in and go. You dig in and go. Do it anyway. You know, there's, there's another thing, man. Hey, whether you feel like it or not is irrelevant if it's important to your success. I mean, think about it. Here's what I want to get done here's what I need to do, then you do it anyway. Whether you feel like it or not, whether it's working out, whether it's doing extra work, whatever it might be, sometimes you just got to do it anyway. And and the, and sometimes the most important time to do it anyway is especially when you don't feel like it. You know what I mean? That's some of the key times when you really is the most important time to do it anyway because very few people are on that road, you know. Most people don't do it if they really don't feel like, it. and that's, you know, you want to separate yourself, boom, be that person.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, those uh, I'll be taking that, that first tilt. Uh, I'll be taking it to heart, but I'll definitely be sharing that with my group. So you can't, you can either, you can either have excuses or you can have results. Can't have both. I hey,
1: like
0: that. Yeah. Pick one of them. <laughs> um, so right now, uh, what are some, some words of wisdom, maybe someone that may hear this when this episode releases, or maybe a, a year from now, when someone happens to uh, find, find this episode, what are some, some words of wisdom that you can provide our audience?
1: I think just uh, you know, think about what you wanna get done and then put down, what do I gotta do to get there and stay the course. You know, it's so easy just to, you know what, it didn't work. And and most of the time, you just didn't stay the course. You know, keep at it, you know. A lot of people I talk to, hey, man, they need to lose some weight, for example. Uh, That ain't easy. And it's a long-term scenario. You know, I told a gal the other day, I said, hey, let's talk about what it'll be next New Year's. You know, it's January now. Let's talk about next, not next month next new year just stay the course doing the right things and good things like that it will happen for you it'll happen for you same thing if you're lifting weights you're trying to get stronger right i mean hey you go in there three times a week work hard at it it's gonna happen it will happen you know going in there for a couple weeks and you know what ah nothing's happening yet it will it's coming man it's coming just just stay the course I think in in most things that is what it is. You know, it isn't it isn't wrestling, but uh, it is in almost everything we do academically. If you're in music, whatever it might be, just uh, even when it's hard, man, just uh, the people that are steady, the people that just keep with it, are the ones that will see really good results.
0: That's the yeah, that's yeah, the truth. I think people just give up. Yeah, too it's too
1: it's, and it's too easy to get it's so easy just to ah it didn't work. No, man, it did work. You just giving up too soon. Yeah. Stay with it, bro. Stay yep. with it and good things will happen.
0: That's great. Yeah. Um so right now, what are some is, you know, what are some upcoming projects? It seems like you it seems like you always got something going on. What are some uh upcoming projects that you may be brewing on?
1: I mean, one of the things we do here is honor people that have made help make the sport great. We're doing that we're we're going to be at every event uh coming up, girls state tournament, boys state tournament, D3 tournament, D1 tournament. And uh you know, we're our presence, you know, Dan Gable's been great. I, I, I you probably know a little bit about him. He's been great working with us in the museum, but uh you know, there's a guy that uh, he's 72 years old, man. He's still out there inspiring people and he's probably more popular now than he's ever been. And uh, Olympic gold medalist so forth. But uh and that's, that's kind of what we, we try to do is just uh, lift people up, and no matter what they're doing, and right now in our community, Waterloo, Iowa, we're trying to help our young people in whatever sport they're doing. Hey, man, the same thing I just talked about. Stay with it. Let's, let's go out for the sport. Let's stay out for the sport. And you, you know what? In middle school and high school, that's a big thing. Go out for the sport. Stay out for the sport, and good things will happen you know we lose so many at some point in there and uh, you know obviously you're not going to you're not going to get better if you're not there if you're not out for the sport so uh and that 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 applies to every whatever activity someone might be in um
0: so right now how can how can people reach out to you for any kind of media inquiries uh, speaking yeah. engagements um purchasing a book um how can people reach out to you well here's the book
1: There's the do it anyway. Uh, The website is coachjimmillerspeaking.com. Coachjimmillerspeaking.com. And on that website, you can get the book. Just go to shop and you can get the book. And there's also, you can leave contact. Hey, contact me. Give me a call back or whatever. I'm also on uh, Twitter, Coach Millboy, M-I-L-B-O-Y. Coach Millboy, I'm on there. So that's another way a lot of people get a hold of me, but uh nah, man, it's been uh i appreciate being on the on the on the journey man, the creative journey appreciate it
0: thank you, thank you um once again, hey, please check out everything he's got going on uh the book do it anyway it's out i highly suggest anyone that's in the um uh corporate space coaches leaders um anyone read this book, and I guarantee you you will find. Any kind of you'll you'll find all kinds of insights and uh, and tips and things that you can incorporate in your own uh, in your own life. Uh, me personally, I'm not, you know, I've, besides being a coach, I'm a graphic designer. I, I do branding. I'm a you know entrepreneur. So uh, even even seeing this, it helps me to incorporate certain things that I need to be doing um, as far as helping to run my business and do the hard things. Do it anyway. Do the hard um, things, yeah. And uh, that's something I've been trying to tell myself more is you know i've got to get the emotions out of the way just do it anyway say the course um like you talked about so um so please get a chance you, if you if he's all he's on facebook uh twitter get a chance to check check him out check out his book um i think you'll be very pleased uh, once again uh this has been another awesome episode with me your show host Quantel langford with coach miller uh, Millboy, as they call him. And once again, this has been another episode of the Cradle Brew. Be cradle, stay inspired.